0: Hey, my name is Nancy Bound from WTSR. I'm here with The Color Pink. What's up, Color Pink?
1: (laughs) (sighs) Nothing much. I'm just relaxing today. It's my day off. So
0: awesome. Awesome. So uh, we'll be chatting about uh, Michelangelo from uh, The Color Pink's music that you brought for World College Radio Day on October 2nd, 2020. All right. So about your first track. And it is uh, Nothing Lasts Forever. So, Nothing Lasts Forever, how, so how did you begin writing this song?
1: Okay, um, to begin, every song I kind of approach things a little bit differently, and this song uh, in particular, I was testing out uh, different sound effects that I could make out of my drums. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I kind of built it from the drums up, so I would lay down some beats to a metronome or whatever, and then... Uh, I built a chord progression on that. And then I just kind of layered everything up like a cake, you know, (laughs) and that was really the whole process of it. Uh, Every, every section of it was a little bit different. So, you know, sometimes over the drum beat, I would play a bass part or something like that uh, a little differently, but yeah. And then I just kind of glue it all together at the end and it makes this, makes a nice little package, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of cool sounds happening. It's, um, very kind of like psychedelic and like techno. And it's like, do you do all the composition and like the instrumentation yourself?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I compose everything myself and play everything myself. So uh, I, I this this particular recording uh, is actually the most recent one that I did. Everything on this album is spaced kind of like a year apart.
0: Nice. nice. Yeah. So tell us about your... Um, your process with developing albums, like I, I'd imagine this one is from your 2020 album. Um, how has that been uh, producing an album?
1: Ah, oh, it's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's it's been a long journey. Uh, I learned how to do everything, I guess, through sort of trial and error. So it's taken a long time for me to to conceptualize things and then put them down, but. This album came together relatively quickly because I finally found a process that sort of worked where I could get my ideas out relatively quickly and have them sound pretty good. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I was able to do that, I just tried to put as many together as quickly as I could. Mm -hmm. And this isn't like a, you know, it's not like a concept album or anything. There's no linking theme or Mm -hmm. whatever. They just kind of sounded good stylistically together. So I just threw them together and... There you go. There's the. It's like a. It's like a chili pot. There you
0: go. <laughs> Doing all the good stuff.
1: <laughs> all my references are food references.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite food?
1: <laughs> food. Mm, spaghetti.
0: Okay, that's that's a good choice. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of like um, putting everything together, how would you describe your creative process? How do you begin forming a song?
1: Um. So I think, mm, that's a tough one. I think self-expression kind of just comes through when I mostly play the drums. So like when I'm, that's the instrument that I started on and then I'm probably the most technically familiar with. Mm -hmm. And when I play beats or when I'm sitting there and I'm improvising, uh, usually I will start singing or I'll start humming something or, you know some words will pop into my head usually they're i I say that i'm kind of like a I observe something and then I write it down
0: mm. you
1: know, that's that's usually how the words come along, but usually it, it'll be like i'm playing something i 'll think of a melody i 'll think of some words, and then i 'll just kind of put it all together you know mm-hmm. that's really the creative process i think doesn't, it doesn't all songs kind of i think come from an emotional place, mm-hmm. so all of these songs so Sort of seem like they have to me uh, emotional lyrics, but I don't think I was feeling particularly emotional when I like wrote any of them, just Mm kind of how they came out.
0: Yeah. So the emotion comes more from the instrumentation rather than the words,
1: would you say? I guess so. Yeah. I guess whatever I'm feeling like I'm expressing comes from the instruments first. Mm -hmm. And then the words are just kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned that. uh, you began with the drums and like that's the instrument you feel most comfortable with how did you explore other instruments and decide that you wanted to create a band like create um your own music
1: man, i think that came from a really early age um my grandparents were both italian immigrants
0: Mm -hmm.
1: my grandfather kind of exclusively listened to opera big band and Sometimes Elvis <laughs> He's a Very strange individual And my grandmother uh, She didn't listen to anything She hated music mm-hmm. But for some reason in the house There was a drum set uh, That my I guess my uncle left there And then there was also a piano And I I can remember my earliest Memories Like just trying to figure out oh, I hear this song in my head, let me try to play it on the piano and then like banging something out and then getting on the drums and and playing the drums. So it's just always kind of been from there. My formal exposure to playing instruments was I started getting formal drum lessons when I was 13 Mm -hmm. um, or 14. I'm not great at remembering my own dates. (laughs) Uh, And from there, I just couldn't help but, explore whatever I could get my hands on. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever collaborated with other bands or other artists?
1: Uh so all through high school I had a band with a bunch of different people and we put out music kind of sporadically, but we never really put it on too many platforms. It was always just like bandcamp or something like that. Mm. Currently, I am working on a few collaborations uh, i 've done some with my friends in the past. just nothing that i 've ever felt um, ready to put out yet you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> how would um How do you usually publicize your music because i I know you 're on Spotify and you mentioned bandcamp
1: yeah, um so I go through a distributor uh i 'm not particularly. Fond of any distributor, but I go through um, DistroKid, and it's pretty easy. I pay them, and then they put it up there for me. Pretty much yeah. anywhere I want. Awesome! Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I mean, the process of putting out music now is like fantastic because you don't have to get a record label to publish your stuff necessarily.
0: True. True. Yeah, it does definitely seems like it's a more I don't. Know, there's like it's more liberating, and like it's like a lot of people can do everything themselves. Like they can write, they can like like play and produce and like publicize their own music.
1: And you get to find all of these like beautiful people that share your passion in doing it with you, and you can collaborate just because they listen to cool stuff. You know, because like, everybody can put. Yeah, in-
0: yeah that's true. So to move on to your second track um, called Full Bloom, and it's off, off the same album as your first track, Nothing Good Lasts Forever. Um, so with Full Bloom, what exactly is in Full Bloom? What, what did you have in mind when you had this as the title?
1: Um, so again, I think the words just kind of happened to be whatever I was sprinkling Mm -hmm. on at the moment so oftentimes i just use them for their sound characteristic you know like like i'm in full bloom sounds a little bit better than a doo doo or whatever (laughs) Uh, but i think you know symbolically it's meant to kind of be about growth Mm -hmm. and just learning how to enrich your life and grow as a person and not being afraid of change yeah not letting change make you feel stuck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you can't learn something.
0: Yeah, there's certainly been a lot of change in with the pandemic and like everything going on with uh, social distancing and so forth. How, like I know many people who have considered starting like to write their own music or starting an instrument or so forth. Do you find that, do you have any piece of advice for maybe some of these changes in life or like creating music like, uh, the people trying music for themselves
1: Absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> uh, No I I can't really You know I'm a teacher by day
0: oh, Okay. Um,
1: so But I really hate giving out advice Because uh, it's Everybody comes to their own conclusions right But I think The pandemic in a way um, If you want to look At the glass half full Which you know Is a good way of looking at things I think uh, it's given us a lot of time to be with ourselves and a lot of time to figure out, okay, you know, what do I need to feel good when I have this much time to myself? You know, uh, so something like self expression, like music or, you know, creating anything, I think comes from a desire to just do it. And if the pandemic has given you more time to yourself to, to engage with yourself and just do something, I mean do it. I think creativity is all about and and being a creative person or or getting started in being a creative person is all about just taking that first step and, and making something. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of dealing with the pandemic and stuff, I don't know. It's crazy. It is. <laughs> insane. What's going on, man? It's nuts. <laughs> But that's okay. we'll get through it
0: yeah no eventually yeah no music has definitely been a saving grace through it all and it's just kind of it's a unifying force it's something that we'll
1: always need music is the best yes okay. i <laughs> yes. always tell my my very very early age students mm-hmm. first learn about music i talk about being a caveman and banging on my chest <laughs> and they say i was like that's the first instrument was the drums right there, there you go. <laughs> okay, okay you know <laughs> So
0: uh, what do you teach um, and like what ages?
1: I teach uh, from any age, pretty much. Uh, I specialize in teenage years, like going into high school. Okay. I teach drums, piano, <coughs> bass, and guitar.
0: Oh, wow. So you're, te- yeah, you're teaching uh, students music. That, that's yep.
1: pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> I've been a private instructor since I was 18.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. What are some of the um, challenges that you notice like a lot of your students go through when learning an instrument or like any insight that's made you like recognize music in a different way?
1: I would say I've learned how important it is to listen to a lot of different music through children because they're inspired Often, you know, kid, kids are most inspired by what is surrounding them at any given time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I experiment and I give my students, uh, you know, I tell them to listen to this, this Stravinsky track. It's a classical piece of music and it sounds like scared, it just sounds like the word scary. Mm-hmm. You know, that interests them. And usually when they, when they engage with something like that, they tend to learn and grasp concepts really fast, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or much more accelerated. So I would say they've encouraged me to listen to a ton of different music. Because every single day that I go in and teach, I try to give my students something new to listen to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have to be kind of on top of my game when it comes to my playlists and stuff, just to find them engaging content and stuff that I think is, you know, stimulating and, and interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who are some of your uh, personal musical influences Like whoever they're artists or
1: bands um, Any romantic classical composer um, Honestly any opera I love opera it's So beautiful and sad <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jazz uh, I'm not a jazz head at all but I enjoy the way it sounds and I understand the concepts on a pretty deep level. Cause I was exposed to that early on. So I like jazz. Um, and then I like, I like rock and roll kind of like anybody. Like, uh, I like Frank Zappa a lot. I like Todd Rudgrind. The Beatles are like the best band ever or were or whatever. You Can't <laughs> ignore them. They're pretty cool. Uh, for some recent bands, Grizzly Bear's great. They came out of Brooklyn in like the mid two thousands. I think they're really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Palm, yeah, mm-hmm. so, all sorts of stuff.
0: Nice. How would you say they described your own sound when you're writing music? Because of course, like your music is like it's not necessarily opera, but like <laughs> how like is it just going back to what you mentioned, like the emotion behind it and like the the soul?
1: I guess so. I tend not to put anything in. I really 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 am attempting not to put myself in any kind of box. Mm. Uh, I think with the first thing I kind of failed at that because they were made in close proximity and with kind of similar techniques, but I think they all have elements of weird patterns that pull from all sorts of stuff. So if they're rock, if they're pop, I don't really know. Mm. It's confusing to me. (laughs)
0: Yeah, there's so many overlaps. (laughs) So, for your next track, um, theme for the modern cowboy. So, this was released as a single, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. So, are you what are you a fan of um westerns by any chance?
1: Oh, yeah, (laughs) I'm Italian, so now oh, there we go. (laughs) Spaghetti westerns with like Clint Eastwood and stuff like that. Um, I think, I think the the idea of using the word cowboy in the title came from more of a feeling of like almost patriotism. Mm-hmm. Like you know we're we are still a country that is growing and expanding, so why shouldn't we still call ourselves cowboys? You know we're still on the frontier there's still a wild west Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and uh so i think it's just kind of the romantic imagery that that is inspiring sometimes you know
0: yeah it's distinctively american like to have cowboys in the wild west and it's like this frontier it's it's beautiful in its own respect
1: (laughs) is anyone's welcome to the frontier
0: yeah yeah
1: that's the whole point
0: yeah Especially, like, I find, like, with a lot of Spaghetti Westerns and, like, a lot of um, Ennio Morricone's music with, like, his, um, the soundtrack to Westerns, they're very inspiring and just majestic. They Like, they cover every, every feeling.
1: I, I camped across America. I camped all across the country mm-hmm. a few months. And uh, when I was in the Midwest and Arizona and stuff, I had that music on repeat every yeah all of that spaghetti western stuff. So I think that kind of loomed its way into my subconscious too where like I used um kind of the guitar in a more westerny way. I recorded it very intentionally like a spaghetti western just to kind of get that that cartoonish imagery into your head. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's um do you find like have you I think um with like do you, do you often research for your um the music that you might like to produce like do you find different I don't know like maybe st- like I know you mentioned that you don't necessarily like lyrics don't don't take priority necessarily but if, do you find other ways of researching or like you as you've mentioned traveling
1: Yeah um uh, I think like I said before I'm kind of the observer and then the reporter you know and I my brain operates where a- I'm always kind of drawing inspiration from things uh, whether it's going outside just into my backyard or, you know, listening to stuff. I think in terms of production, I will actually reference tracks that I'm trying to go for Mm -hmm. just because I think that's, you know, intelligent research. If I kind of am after a particular sound, I want it to really sound like that sound.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you, like, once you publish music, do you listen to your own music sometimes? Like, if you're just, like, like getting ready for the day or brushing your teeth, do you ever
1: put on your own music? When like, I'm working that, that, on something? What was that? When I'm working on something, I frequently do.
0: Okay.
1: Um, like, if I am writing and in the process of writing a track, I will listen to it nonstop. Mm-hmm. It'll be the only thing I listen to. Probably for a good while Um, because when I consider it more compositional work, what I do, because it's only me, I have no musicians to bounce feel off of, Mm -hmm. so I think of it much more compositionally like, like how you would probably write Mm -hmm. a classical piece or something, Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, very analytical.
0: <laughs> do you find working by yourself is more efficient like for your own craft like or is it sometimes like very indecisive like it's it'd be nice to have someone to bounce ideas off of It's
1: so lonely <laughs> oh okay. uh, no, i am very very i work very well alone i'm very frequently alone and i like it like that um mm-hmm. but there is something about crafting with other musicians that is definitely not a part of this process mm-hmm. which is why I like to explore playing with other people uh so like my collaborations and stuff I have a couple friends that I jam with I have different people that have reached out to me and and stuff like that so it can be isolating but I think you know that's just part of it so you gotta roll with the punches mm mm-hmm. yeah
0: So moving forward, uh, what are some other projects that you have in the works, like if you'd like to share and like what makes you excited for the future of music, I guess?
1: So I really, really envision kind of a multimedia facet to what I want to do with this project. So I really like making videos and I've released a few music videos and I really like the art behind everything. I think I'm really excited to get another album out there. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to have enough material that I think is varied enough to put on an album and I'm I'm excited to put out something that has something a little more to say. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe stir a couple people. I want to make people uncomfortable a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit, you know. Yeah,
0: that's, that's healthy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I really want to put a band together at when I have enough material and start playing some shows that would be great
0: yeah definitely yeah i'd imagine like right now is a good time to like to plan and to just kind of like consider future plans because it's of course there aren't many live shows now unfortunately but there have been some creative ideas that like i've seen some bands do
1: this is my my chipmunk hoarding season i'm just hoarding all of my musical ideas and storing them for the winter until i can burst them out when this is all over (laughs) there we go (laughs) I, you got to think of the bright side.
0: Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and when, um, when people listen to your music, do you have any suggestions for how they might, like what ambiance they should listen to it in or like a certain, maybe like a certain mindset to have?
1: I suppose I'm an absolutist with this kind of thing. But I think when you listen to new music or if you're exploring music, you should put on headphones uh, and you should just close your eyes. I think engaging with music on that level is so much more rewarding than just kind of having it in the background. I mean, use it for whatever you want, please, if you want to play it at your bat mitzvah or your birthday party, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think headphones or a good set of speakers and maybe some hot chocolate. And then close those eyes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Michelangelo, for your time.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me.
0: Hey, this is Nancy. Thanks for listening in today at 91.3 FM WTSR. Remember to check out more content online at WTSR.org, on the air, or on our Spotify and Captivate channels. And as always, we remind you to open your mind.